0: have to believe that he is whatever you need for him to be in your life. So you have to believe that. That pleases God. That pleases God when we come to God, when we need healing, we know that he is a healer. We come to him when we believe that he will heal us. That pleases God. That pleases God that we, 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 we come to God first before we call our doctors. There's nothing wrong with that, don't, you know, get all flaky. There's nothing wrong with the doctors. But no, doctors only can do certain things in the natural, okay? And we praise God for the doctors, whatever, but Jesus is the healer, all right? Not your, uh, you know, not your, uh, your uh, your Edna plan. <laughs> Not your humana plan. I mean, you know, we thank God for all that natural stuff, whatever. But how I many you know you can have your humana plan, your etna plan, and all that, and you still could be sick. So you shouldn't go to the doctor without faith. You should take Jesus with you to the doctor. Knowing that he is the healer. All right. I remember when Stella had a quadruple bypass. And I remember our daughter, VJ, told the doctors, she prayed for them to said, hey, we believe that this is going to be the best surgery y'all ever experienced in y'all life. We believe God has his hands on y'all. Y'all going to do the surgery good and everything. See, See, that's believing God is the healer. So you need to talk to your doctors. All right. That's why you're paying that Humana plan. You got a right to talk to those doctors and Say hey your hands are blessed Your eyes are blessed You're walking in wisdom Alright So you need to talk to those doctors that's, that's believing God That he is and that he is A rewarder A lot of Christians don't believe That God will reward you anything You know that's why when they come with This dumb stupid stuff uh, uh, I don't, I, You don't give To get something back God, who told you that? Somebody needed. To, somebody should have told King David that. David, when he was a little shepherd boy, and they had Goliath speaking all the things against uh, God's army, and David said, uh, uh, "What do you get if you kill him?" He said, "Well, first of all, you get the you get my wife. I'm saying You get my daughter, Saul's daughter." and then you don't have to pay taxes for the rest of your life and you're blessed, yeah. ain't that a motive just getting a woman is a motivator <laughs> <laughs> so God when you see God he will reward you God will give you some stuff yeah. it is okay. yes it is okay that, yes I do give to get Amen. What's the problem? He said, for me to give, to get. That's what God said. All right? So that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, not sometimes, but diligently seeks him. So we see faith. Oh, 100 fold return. See? See how that just came? You know, just, you know, see? See, i be seeking. I seek God to get all these messages for y'all. To get yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I see Kim it. I expect God to reward me. And let, oh, let, 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 me, let me throw this in real quick. Let me give you my little faith testimony. Amen. All right. I was talking to uh, Brother Sutton Thursday night and I was telling him, I said, Yeah, I gotta get home you know, my dog and everything and take care of my dog. And He said, uh, you got a dog? And I said, uh, yeah, it's on his way. It's coming. Because the truth for him, I've been just speaking about my dog and declaring the and I get my dog, whatever. Well, I talked to a friend of mine who lives, uh, what is that? I guess that's, yeah, west of Kentucky, whatever. And, uh, I was, I was talking to her about, you know, I've speaking about my dog, and you gotta be careful too when you walk with God. Because when I asked God for my dog, I asked for a go I asked for a female first, but then later I changed my mind. I said, "Nah, I want a male," because I don't want to go through all that having puppies and all that. But you know what? God don't be listening to your changing your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you only go by what you say the first day. That's what, you know. You know, God don't come and say, Oh, are you changing your mind? Okay, but you asked me this. All right, so that's why you gotta be careful when you ask God for your spouse. You can't come back and change your mind. What, what, what no? So when he or she shows up, he goes there, that's what you asked for. You asked for that. So I asked the lady, I saw, you know, because we had to go to a go-to tour before uh we lived in Nicholasville, uh uh and stuff. And her name was Honey. And I said, well, you know, we'll go. I'm going to call her Honey. So, you know, I talked to my friend. So she said, Hey, I got a friend that has a bunch of puppies. And, uh, so I said, uh, okay. And I think she got one left. It was a girl, 10 weeks old. I said, All right, praise God. I said, How much she want for us? She said, Well, let me check. So she texted her and stuff. And she, told, she called me back and told me, She said, Well, she got one left. And, uh, she lived in Glasgow, Kentucky. Well, God knows me, I ain't traveling to no Glasgow, Kentucky. <laughs> you know? I first I don't know where Glasgow, Kentucky is, you know? And I just, and, 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 and you know, and when you trust God and you worship God, you seek him. Remember I shared this that first night, he'll do everything for you. Yeah. So I told her so I said, I said, Yeah, I in I don't like to have that problem. you know, she's an AKC master? She got all the shots. And so she texted and let her know that she's interested. So she texted, and then she, and so, later, so I, Saturday, uh, I got her number and stuff. And I texted, I said, hey, I'm excited. I want my dog and my little dog and everything. And everything. And she said, hey, I tell you what, can you get her Tuesday morning at 8? Because we're coming to Louisville for the fair. Okay. So y'all, y'all, y'all. y'all. Because God knows, see God knows that I ain't going no Glasgow. I barely go to Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> and see and see that's how God gave me Stella. When I was in Colorado, I asked God for a wife and I ain't traveling for no wife. That's why God brought Stella from Kentucky all the way to Colorado. All right? So you know, this is my favorite. So, so she said, Hey, who's there? I'm here at Tuesday morning at 8 o'clock. Can you pick her up? I said, Cool, yeah. I said, what, what do you want to meet? She said, At the uh, Cracker Barrel. For, for, first of all, I thought that was the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like Cracker Barrel. Yeah, yeah, but you know, the Lord said, Just chill out. Just chill out. She said, Just meet me at the Cracker Barrel on Cricket Drive at 8 o'clock, and you can come pick her up. Hey, man. And see what I say? Yeah. Yeah, Lord said I'll have my dog in within ninety days. So within ninety days, that was the option of the Holy Ghost. You gotta be, you gotta be led by I say, thank, please God. And you know why this dog I get? This dog that God gave to me, it pleases Him. Amen. 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 It pleases why? Because I release my faith to Him. Amen. So that pleases God that my son trusts me so much oh, that to come to him and to seek him, to seek God, and that he gave me this dog. that pleases God. Amen. Oh, yeah, you know, in Golden wow. Retrievers, they run about what, 600, 800 000? zero Zero. Zero. You know, that's how I'm, I say well, I believe God, I don't be paying for stuff. Ain't that right, brother? Uh, man, I don't be paying for it, you, know? But, you know. God gave it. Yeah. So the Lord said, Don't worry about paying for it, just believe for it. Amen. Amen. Oh yeah, I it. God's, see, that's when we get in trouble. We believe God then we try to figure out how we're gonna pay for it. God said, I ain't asked to ask you to pay for it. I asked you to believe for it. Oh, shaky, it, shook it now, huh? Yeah, yeah, God said, don't oh, worry about paying for I'll pay for it. I got it covered. I just need you to believe it. Why? Because that pleases him. That pleases God. So this little golden kid, and, I, and she's called Honey 2.0. <laughs> Honey 2.0. <laughs> 2. You know, and I called my grandson up. I told him, and he told me he's all into dogs. So he told me all that I need and all that stuff. And uh, you know, and, you know, what's the whole purpose of it? Well, you know, never experienced this having a spouse transition to heaven. This one been with me for thirty-two years. And I said, Lord, I need a companion. All right. And so, you know, I was like, maybe I need a wife. He said, Hold lot. no, you don't need a wife. You don't, a, you don't need a wife. You know, the man of God told me in uh, Franklin at the conference, he said, you had a covenant with that woman. He said, anybody else you get afterward, that's just that all. Yeah. So the wife is not what you need. Hmm. He said, it's me that you need. But let me tell you something, son. I'm te- you getting this dog because <laughs> oh, Jesus. because uh, I got a patient problem. Oh, right. and this dog is going to teach me patience because I don't have my wife, I don't have Stella I have none of the children none of that, we had that other dog, they did all that now I'm going to have to serve Oh, uh, I'm going to have to serve this 10 week old puppy and she's a nice nice. I showed her in pictures. She got big old paws and stuff and everything. And I, I was thinking, I don't know whether I'll let her have some fun the first time, you know. You know, when she gets old and start getting the heat, I let her have some fun. I might just get her fixed. I ain't got time for all that. I ain't got time for all the hounds in Middletown be coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am starting a brand new congregation all of a sudden, you know? Where all these dogs come from, you know? So but that's, that's, that pleases God. Yeah. Amen. That pleases God. And it also helped to please me in learning patience. Because I'm said, cause I'm at the house all by myself. And I'm going to have to learn patience with this 10-week-old puppy. Honey, 2.4. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So that's God. So I'll, I'll pick up my baby Tuesday morning. She got all her stuff and everything, and uh, I'm really excited. Amen. Faith pleases God. Yes, amen. Hebrews 11.5. Now, look at this brother here. By faith, Enoch. You ever heard of Enoch? Amen. Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found. So this brother named Enoch he was translated. That I mean, he did not die to go to heaven. He went to heaven alive. Really? He was translated. He should not see death. It was not found because God has translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony. God testified of this brother Enoch that he pleased God. So, what that mean? When you please God, God can translate some stuff in your life that you will not even experience the death of it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. you only have to experience the sting of it. Thank you, Lord. you don't have to uh, experience the repercussion of it. If you just please God, God will have a testimony about you. How many you We want God testified about us. Amen. We testify by him. He gonna testify. He'll have a testimony that the reason why that thing didn't destroy you the way it should have, because you please God. And how did you please God? You please God by faith. Genesis chapter five. We're gonna continue on looking at it, this brother Enoch. Enoch was a, Enoch Enoch has a book called The Book of Enoch. The Catholic Church they robbed us of it They took that book out of the Canaanite Scriptures because you go in the Book of Enoch you can learn some You can learn some stuff My Lord but it says Enoch lived 60 and 5 Years and begat Methuselah. you know Methuselah, You know that brother that lived 900 something years old And Enoch Walked with God After he begat Methuselah 300 years We can't get folks to walk with God for one day. And yeah, this brother walked with God for 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. How did Enoch walk with God? He walked with God by faith. For we walk by faith and not by faith. What does that mean, walking by faith, not by saying you walking the direction of the Spirit is leading you. That's walking by faith. Whatever he tells you to do, you do it. You're walking by faith. You don't have a full understanding. You don't know how to explain this thing. The only thing you know, God told me to do it. So God told me, you know, so some of y'all laugh and stuff when I go around hugging the air and stuff. You know, and I did that for years. And I know church looked at and uh, we didn't have nobody at that time. would nice. God said, by faith, walk by faith, start hugging like you got people here. Amen. So I started walking around hugging. Y'all remember all that and they, they probably looked at me, what's wrong with Pastor? You know, you know, I would hug folks and everything, and now we got folks here Amen. that we can hug. Amen. That's walking by faith. Look at that. All the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years And Enoch walked with God And he was not For God took him God took him To heaven Let's go to Jude chapter 1 Verses 14 to 15 We're going to continue Look at Enoch Enoch is a great Illustration of walking by faith Enoch pleased God Jude, chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, and Enoch, also the seventh from Adam, the seventh generation from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, so when you walk by faith and not by sight, God, the unction of the Holy Ghost, will cause you to start prophesying. You'll start speaking things into existence. That's what happened when it came to my dog." For weeks and months I was just speaking, my dog, my dog. My dog, I got my dog. I'm getting my dog. Walking life and talk prophesying. When it comes to faith, there's a connection between the mouth and the heart. Jesus said it this way in the New Testament. He says, Out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speak or the mouth is gonna tell. What's inside? If God is inside, the mouth is going to tell it. If doubt and unbelief is inside, the mouth is going to tell it. If religion is inside, the mouth is going to tell it. There's a connection between the mouth and the heart when it comes to faith. So that's why we want to deposit the word in our our heart, because once the mouth releases, Words, words are vehicles. This is spiritual here. This is, this is not natural. This is, words are vehicles. They, they carry things. Words can, they can carry joy. They can, words can carry excitement. Words can carry uh, happiness. Words can ca- carry sadness. Sorrow anger and the scripture says the new testament says we're going to give an account of every idle words that we have said because words are spiritual vehicles so when it comes to faith there's a connection between our mouth and our hearts so that's why we need to make sure we're having the word being deposited into our hearts because when we release words where is a vehicle they will go forth to carry or to take things or to make things happen Amen. hallelujah that's why uh, minister Sturgeon was talking about us praising we want to praise god why because the scripture says god inhabits the praises or the words of our praises if we want god to show up we have to release words We have to release praise. So that was those spiritual vehicles of words will carry will go towards God to give him invitation or access to him. How many of you know you can love Jesus, but you may not have access to him? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's because you love God. That doesn't mean you got access to God. Because faith is the only thing that gives us access to God. So if you don't know what faith is, how faith operates Then you can love God all day And still don't have no access to him And so faith it requires Your heart and your mouth The words What's being deposited in your heart So it says Enoch also the seventh From from Adam prophesied He's saying behold the Lord Comes with ten thousand of his saints To execute the judgment Upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against them. This is what Enoch had prophesied. All right? All their hard speeches. If you go over there in Malachi chapter 3 where it talks about giving tithes and offer, you can continue on reading down. Uh, the word of God says that you had a hard saying against me. That's why you didn't give. Because you said it's, it's vain to worship God. That's a hard saying. It's, uh, Lord, this ain't we're all this. I've been giving and giving and praying and everything, and I have not seen any change. That's a hard saying you're not pleasing god so we walk by faith in ourselves so we don't go by what we feel what the circumstances look like what the situation may be we regurgitate the word and that what pleases god are y'all okay let's go to genesis 5 and 1 continue on enoch this is all enoch it says and uh, this is the book of the generation of Adam remember Enoch is the seventh from Adam and in the day that God created man in the likeness of God made he him so we are made in the likeness of God we are not God come on but we made in his likeness what does that mean we made in the likeness the the image the ability of God how 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 did God create things through words, how do you create things? Through words, you got your spouse uns- upset because you've been speaking bad stuff. You always doing this, you always doing that. You never can get, it. what are you doing? You, you're not realizing that your words are creating. Well, that didn't go over too well. <laughs> So when it, when when you please God, when you please now listen, this is this is this is awesome. Faith, remember, faith pleases God. We t- we learned about ten ways to please God. Number one was sanctification pleases God. Okay? Sanctification means you can't be a sinner and please God. Or or living in sin. Side down, they ain't pleasing. You cannot be laying up with somebody who's not your spouse and talking about Lord heal my body. <laughs> And that ain't right that ain't cutting it i'm sorry you know i don't care what pastor jamal bryant says hey did you uh did you know pastor jamal bryant is uh pastor gino jenny's cousin Oh, really? yeah ain't that a kick in the air <laughs> <laughs> all right all right you, you can't you can't be grown weed on the church grounds and believe in God gonna prosper? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, God changes. Changes not. God still like an old telling. He, still, he had a problem with sin. He still got. A, how many of y'all know God still got a problem with sin in 2023? He hasn't changed his mind. He hasn't said, "Well, this is 2023. We got Instagram. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We got all that." So I'm not. I'm not down with sin like I used to. Yeah. Who told you that lie? All right, so when you please God, look at this. He will show you things to come. When we please God, faith pleases God, he will show us things to come. You'll be able to see you have visions. He will show you your expected end. He will show you what you believe in God for. He will show it to you Before it is manifested. That's pleasing God. So in pleasing God, he will show you something. He will show you things that other people cannot see. And the reason why other people cannot see it is because they're not pleasing God. So when you're pleasing God, he's showing you something. So when you are sharing what God is showing to you, you should not be. You should not be dismayed that they, they don't understand. Only those who pleases God or who, or who walk by faith can understand what God is showing you. That's why we have to be around like precious faith. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 37 and 38. For yet a little while, he that should come will come and will not tarry. Now, the just, who is the just? The just is those who have been declared righteous. All right. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. All right. By speaking that, by faith, that pleases God. Being an old sinner saved by grace doesn't please God. I know your mama them taught you that. Your unbelieving believing deacon taught you that. Your not called pastor called tells you that. But that doesn't that doesn't no. Old oh, sinner saved by grace that doesn't please God. It may sound like it's humble, which is not humility. That's perverted humility. But God, the word of God says that if you're born again, you have been declared righteous. You are the just. So the just shall live by what? By faith. Look at this. But if any man draw back from living by faith, my soul has no pleasure in him. See, y'all think I'd just be making this stuff up when I say it? But look what he said. Look, God said, if you draw back from faith, God's soul. Wow. And that's the Greek word, "souke." We're talking about, when we know the soulish realm is our mind, will, emotion, intellect, God's soulish realm, his mind, his will, his emotion, intellect, he has no pleasure in them Because we want to have the mind of Christ. So in fighting the good faith battle, or fight the good fight of faith, when it comes in, what is, it, what is the enemy trying to do? The enemy's trying to get you and I to draw back from living by faith. So the enemy will attack us with doubt, fear, emotion, or emotional upside and downside. One minute we emotionally up, and minute we emotionally down. What's going on? He's getting us in those realms so that we don't please God. So that's why we have to fight the good fight of faith. And remember, I did a whole teaching on the keys of the kingdom to bind and to loose. So whenever these things come our way, doubt, fear, emotional instability, whatever, we got to bind it in the name of Jesus. And we have to, when you bind something, don't forget you got to lose something. And you have to lose what the word says and what the power of God says. So this fighting the good fight, because we have to keep in mind the reason why we're fighting this good fight of faith, because we want to please God. We want to please God. Isaiah 42 and 21. Isaiah 42, 21. The Lord is well pleased. Not half pleased. Not partial pleased. But he is well pleased for his righteousness sake. And he will magnify the law or the word and make it honorable. So God is well pleased. We please God that he is well pleased for his righteousness sake. So what does that mean? That he will magnify the word of God that you'll be releasing your faith for in your life. So it pleases God to please us when we please him. Oh, did you get that? It pleases God to please us when we please him. God, God got, he, he got excited giving my little go-to retriever. He was excited. He, oh, my son wanted a go-to retriever. So I gave, you know how it is parents in the natural? When your child wants something and you provide it for them, you know, Christmas, you, you're more excited than the kids are. Because, because you, why? Because you want to see their expression. You want to see how they please you. So it pleases you that they are pleased because they pleased you. You're excited. So God is more excited for me to get my little golden retriever than I was. And why was God excited? Because I pleased him and he was pleased to please me because I pleased him. Oh, Jesus. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. Now. Gotta wrap this up. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, thank you. And walking walk by faith and pleasing God. I touched on this a little bit on Thursday night, T. But uh, I don't I might have this. Uh Romans 12. Yeah, one two, three. Yeah. I touched a little. And this is the process. I mean, okay, all this sounds good, you know. But I'm I'm a practical preacher. You got to show me the process. I want to show me what I need to do. Okay? So this is what we need to do. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren. This Apostle Paul talking to the church of Rome. He's talking to Christians. Whenever you see the term brethren, he's talking to believers. Not talking to sinners. All right? He's talking to you and I. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies and where bodies plural there, your body, spirit, soul, and physical body, your spiritual body, your soulish body, and your physical body. You know you are a spirit. you don't you don't have a spirit. you are a spiritual being that has a soul. I know religion tried to. Make the soul and the spirit be the same, they're not, they are separate. You have a you have a you are a spiritual being because we made in the image of God. God is Jesus said, God is spirit. So we are a spiritual being that has a soulish realm. Uh the book of Hebrews says that the soulish realm is joint together with the spirit. The soulish realm consists of the mind, will emotion, and your intellect. Your thinker, your feeler, your chooser. Yep. All right. And then we have a physical body we pretty much understand the physical body now the day that you gave your life to Christ you became born again the only part of your threefold nature that now has been quickened or made alive Ephesians 2 Paul talks about made alive unto God was your spirit your soulless realm and your physical body did not get born again they're not saved so when your spirit became alive you experience the power of God, the life of God into your dead spirit. It quickened you being alive unto God. All right. You love Jesus. You see things totally different. You just love God and all that. And then, as soon as you left the church and got in the parking lot, you cut somebody out. <laughs> Why is that? Because your soul is real, not safe, And you're physically. So, you cut somebody out. You pulled out your cigarette. You got your puff on. And you just gave your life to Jesus. But you cut somebody out, you pulled out the cigarette, and some of y'all really were demons, went in your car and brought your little liquor stash, and and you just gave your life to Christ. What's going on? What's happening? Your soulish realm and your body are not born again. That's why we see here, Paul said, when it comes to your soulish realm, you got to get it renewed. When it comes to your body, you have to mortify. How do we mortify our body? Fasting. 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 What's fasting, Pastor? Abstain. Not just only food. Whatever your desire. James put it whatever your lust is. Lust doesn't only mean sexual. That's right you can have a lust watching Atlanta Housewives mm. <laughs> you you can have a lust watching uh, L football I don't know why you want to lust after them because they lose all the time But <laughs> <laughs> so your, your 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 lust can be different from my lust yeah. alright so don't go around with you getting on the high horses you're going to kick me in my lust and you got your lust thing going on ah uh, look at him he got that what about you what's your little so, so i i don't i don't get into football i don't get into hip-hop i don't get but you're nasty <laughs> You just nasty. Every time people get around you, just nobody, just nasty. You just got an these things, and no, nobody knock not experienced the blessing of the Lord when they get around you. So that's your lust, and the reason why your lust is being magnified, magnified, because your flesh ain't saved, right. and so your spirit is saying, "Stop it! Stop it! Don't do that." All right, and since you haven't, nobody taught you how to renew your mind with the word and to mortify your flesh, then that's why your flesh and your soul's realm is running the show, and your spirit is saying, "But we love Jesus, we gave, we get, not love it." And the first area to show you where your flesh and your soul's is realm is not saved is when you don't come to church. That lets you know who's in charge. Yeah. Cuz your spirit is jumping. Let's go to the house of God. Let's get the word and your soul's realm is saying, "Well, I don't think I got to go to work tomorrow. I got some things doing." And then your flesh, if especially like in the fall and it's nice and cool and it's raining, your flesh said, "No, why don't you just stay in bed?" So what's going what's what's, what's happening? They say That's why Paul said, work out your own salvation. And how do you do that? You got to get your mind renewed with the word and you got to take authority over this flesh. Yes, we are going to church. Flesh, line up. up. We are getting in the car and we're going to the house of God. See, nobody tells religion don't teach you that. Religion say give your life to Jesus Give it all to Jesus And you give it all to Jesus And then You come to church next Sunday Give your life to Jesus Give it all to Jesus And so you say but didn't I just do that last Sunday Then you come into the Thursday Give your life to Jesus <laughs> What <laughs> So here Paul said, that's what he's talking about, present your bodies. A living sacrifice. That, that sounds like a contradictory to A living? Anything that is sacrificial, it has to die. But he said, a living. Yeah, when you renew this mind and mortify this flesh, when you cause it to die, on, then that's when it becomes alive unto Amen. God. Yes. We're talking about pleasing God now. Now, talk about pleasing yourself if you want to please yourself all you got to do is keep your mind messed up and let your flesh do whatever he wants to do okay so he says, look at this present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god which is your reason sir Reason that's the least you could do for what christ did for you on the cross you can't do that much you are that self-absorbed You're worshiping them three gods all the time? Me, myself, and I? And all the crisis, don't you? You can't can't spend time to get your mind renewed and tell your flesh, leave them donuts alone? Verse two. Jesus. We're talking about pleasing God. They, 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 this, this ain't pleasing the pastor. It ain't pleasing me. Cause you ain't ple- I don't care what you do. I mean, you know, well, I do care what you do. <laughs> but I'm not, that's not my, my main focus. You know, I want you to get a hold of the word. But this is pleasing God. So he says, so he, then Paul said, and be not conformed to this world. Why? Because over in First uh, John chapter 2. It says the world has the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh. So you, you, you connected to the world's philosophy and ideology, you're just going to have the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh. You're going to serve your three gods, me, myself, and I. You're going to please yourself. You won't be pleasing God. And you won't be like Enoch. You won't be translated to heaven. Okay, come on now. Come on. You think you can just please yourself in the devil and then when you're ready to die, I'm ready for heaven. No. I know religion taught you that lie. Once saved, always saved. But that doesn't line up with the book, because it says, "Without faith, it's impossible to please God." So we got to learn it. We want to please God, and He said, "Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed." Metamorpho in the Greek, where we get the English word metamorphosis, by the renewing of your mind. And once your mind gets renewed, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. So pleasing God is acceptable, good, and perfect will of God. So we have to do that. And so now, that is what is called transform. That's transformation. Transform. Trans. Form. Let me give you a a definition of the word transform. Can y'all take a little more? I won't be that long. Transform. Has the meaning of being changed into another form. It is a total change by the renewing of the mind. It is a complete change for the better. A complete change for the better is not conforming, but rather transforming. Conforming means conform to, or to come in an alignment to, to what the world says. Conformity, or conformity is not transformation. So a complete change of the better is not conforming, but rather transforming. Being changed into a new creation. So we have to experience several transformations in the kingdom of God. By faith, which pleases God. There needs to be a transformation when it comes to healing. Because you, are, you, you and I have been conformed to the world's mindset when it comes to And he- not, well, religious world mindset, religion. That we've been conformed—that it's not God's will for Him to heal everybody. Who told you that? We got it from religion. So we have to get our minds transformed, metamorpho, metamorphosis. The metamorphosis is like the, the caterpillar. That's what it, you know. The caterpillar travels till it gets to a certain destination, and it goes up the tree, and it goes on a leaf, and then it goes through its Metamorpho, in metamorphosis and uh, it goes through its change and why it's in that cocoon that cocoon comes this this liquid lava comes on that caterpillar and it destroys its form that's the word mm-hmm. when you come under the word you get into that cocoon of the Holy Ghost that word is destroying all that mindset and all those thoughts and ideology you go through And once you complete that process, and once that cocoon is open, it's not that little stinking little caterpillar no more. It's this beautiful butterfly, this new creation in Christ Jesus, a species that never existed before. So when now you go to your transformation, whether it's salvation, whether it's healing, whether it's prosperity, whether it's deliverance, whether it's relationship, now you come out as a new species And never existed but you be A butterfly and what's so Significant about a butterfly A butterfly is so beautiful It has beautiful wings and then you have People who wants to Catch it So you want transformation So people can Catch you And that's pleasing God so he says To To transform. Now we have two other type of trans, and that's the big thing now in 2023. It's trans, transgender, transsexual. The devil knows how God operates, so he comes. Never the devil can't. He can't create anything. He perverts what God has created. So then, that's why we have all this trans, transgender transsexual and all this stuff. Why? He's trying to take God's creation and change it into another form that never existed before. The transformation of God, by the, way of the word, it created us into a new species of being that never existed before. And that's what the devil's doing, the same thing in the net with all this transgender stuff. And then you got a bunch of ignorant Christians who's co-signing this stuff right. because you got a bunch of ignorant baby Christians. Like, how do you know a baby Christian? A baby Christian is oh, it's all about love. Oh, it's about love. It's about love. <laughs> no, but, but without faith. It didn't say without love. It's without faith. So the devil is using this trans stuff because let me tell you listen to qualify to be born again into the kingdom of god you must be a human if you say the book of genesis chapter six about the days of noah you study that out get the book of eni that was the big because i always asked i always asked lord you know when the flood came Lord, I knew there had to be some good people on the earth. I know everybody was bad, whatever, you know? Why, you know, Why did you destroy the, all of mankind except for Noah, his wife, his three sons, and his three daughter-in-law? What was so special? And, and, and it can't be they it was perfect because the scripture said Noah was a drunk. Right. <laughs> was. Yeah. He was a drunk. So, Lord, I know there had to be some other drunkards on the earth. So why did you, and when I studied this out, the reason why God destroyed man there, because in the book of Genesis, chapter 6, the fallen angels came and had sex with the women upon the earth, and they started this trend. You know, you probably read Greek mythology and you probably thought, ah, they just, but no, this was, you know how you had the the centaur, half goat and half human. That was real, that was trans. Germany has already legalized bestiality. What I mean, you can have sex with your dog. And it's all orchestrated by the devil because he's trying to get this trans because if we trans into another species that never existed before then you're not qualified for salvation yeah. wow. and this ain't nothing but a demonstration of pride all this homosexuality lesbian stuff it ain't got nothing to do with love because look at that Logan. pride parade Check this out. This is the only sin that people are not going around trying to get their rights. You don't see alcoholics there. Let's have an alcoholic parade. because we No. <laughs> let's, let's have a drug. Uh, Minister Diane, did you ever have a drug parade to get your rights as a drug user back in the day? No, just keep using it in, in my little secret place. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But look at all these, these private, why are they, why are they doing that? It is being orchestrated by the devil to get the transformation of humankind so that they will not be qualified to be born again. Wow. Yep. That's why God destroyed the earth. Genesis chapter six, because the only individual at that time, sad to say, that was not trans was Noah. The drunk uh, at uh, Wow. That's, that's Oh know, Jesus. Let me wrap this up, cause y'all need to go home. So wow. This is this is too much. This, this is all in church. Yeah. That's what we do, they do, they do. Yeah. Now the definition of transgender uh Relating to or being a person whose gender identity is opposite the sex the person had or was identified as having at birth. So if you get in instead of getting to transformation of your mind, of the word of God, so that you can have faith that pleases God, if you get into this transgender, and we as, we as Christians, Christians, we should not co-sign in that stuff. That's not God. That's why he destroyed mankind in Genesis chapter 6. Because mankind was changing his creation. And I tell you, that legal bestiality, I've been preaching this, been preaching this for years. I preached this for years about homosexuality stuff is going to be legal. I said, this pedophile, pedophile's decks. And, and, and these pedophilias, they don't have children. They want your children. Right. And if you got these c- Christians who so they in the word, don't know anything, they go to these churches, they do just hooping and hollering at them, and don't teach them, nothing, then they're going to just take their children as lambs for the slaughter. Because they are after your children. And, and, how they, and why they, what area do they have for your children? In their minds. And we, as the body of Christ, we need to know this so we know how to pray, how to intercede, how to please God. And then once you go from transgender, then you go into transgression. And transgression is an infringement or violation of God's word, command, or duty to go beyond a boundary or a limit. Transgression, there's no limits. Everything is for gain. But how do we stop this? And you know what? This is this is gonna be so what's oh what's so sad. If the church is falling for this, but why is the church falling for all this trans stuff? Because the church do not want to go through transformation of their minds. They don't want to have a renewing of the mind. They don't know. They don't want to know what is good, acceptable, pleasing will of God. To know that pleases God. And if you study this out, you can see more just transformation this transgender stuff look at revelation that's where it talks about you got like scorpion and hair like women and all that just just this stuff is real this ain't nothing but old now ladies repackaged <laughs> yeah that's all it is the, uh, this young generation they think these new now ladies oh man it's We had the same thing, it's just repackaged. That's all, and that's all. That's all sin is just repackaged. But we got to get our minds renewed, we got to get our minds transformed so that we can become a transformation church, not just in name only. Yeah, we really have our minds renewed with the word of God so that we can execute our authority we can take authority over this stuff lay hands on your children your grandchildren protect them with the blood of Jesus because they going deep into enemy camp the public school system is the devil's breeding ground so you got children you need to lay hands on them pray for them plead the blood of Jesus on them God to protect them, renew their minds with the word. So when they go into the enemy's camp, they will not be harmed. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. But we got to know these things. Yes. And so in knowing these things by faith, we can please God. Then God will be able to protect our babies, yes. protect our loved ones. Cause we ain't, we haven't seen we ain't seen nothing yet. Y'all think it's now rough. Give it ten more years. You who? pedophilia is gonna be legal. So oh, no, Pastor. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah. <laughs> hey, that's what we said 40 years ago about same-sex marriage. Nah, that would never happen in America. Yeah. And look how it got through. Through your boy Obama. (laughs) Your boy Obama. My antennas go up when I I see a a dude who's pushing for same sex marriage with another guy. Hmm. Antennas go up. 'Cause hey, I know hey, we we like we like female, all right? I don't wanna I don't like no dude. Well your wife, you know what I mean. No, I, I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna be no with no long leg, hairy dude, please. Yes. So you gotta I mean come on, come on, let's be real. Y'all in terms of God if I stop preaching on Well, you know, God loves everybody. He's you know, you you can't you can't tell or say who you love. Yeah, you can. <laughs> hey, if I say I love this, I love this brother in the love of the Lord. That's it. Ain't nothing. They no natural love. No. Nah. Because what Christians don't realize. <laughs> Homosexuality ain't nothing but the devil's way of putting his finger up to God. You back, you back going, you putting life into dead waste. Wow. There's no creation. There's nothing there. But well, we as Christians, we so ignorant. We want to come to church and oh, I, I want to feel something. <laughs> I can't serve a God I can't feel. No, you need to come to try to know something. Right. So homosexuality is from the devil. That's he's thumbing his nose up to God. He said, This is how I feel about your creation. Well, you got these dumb Christians, ignorant Christians. Well, you know, they love each other. Ain't got nothing to do with love. I said that before. Hey, the Grecian military back in the day. They were all homosexual. and they were some mighty warriors. They'll cut your throat in the middle. They ain't nothing to do with no love. I got to do a teaching on love, what love is. Because David had a son, King David had a son that said he loved his sister. He loved her. I love you. And it said his son raped, raped his sister. After he had her, and then after he raped her, he hated her. We gotta know what love is, and that's not love, that's perversion. Are y'all glad y'all came this morning? We want to please God, right? Faith is the only thing that pleases God.